With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sing the songs as your prayers. We pull out loud.
God bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. This is the day our Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Thank God today for allowing us the privilege to once again gather together in the land of the living. Those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide, headquarters, Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you once again to another edition of Living the Word, a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears millions of God's people all over the world. Now, to some of you out there, sound doctrine is not that important. You allow the adversary to convince you that something else is more important than listening to sound doctrine. I have go to work, or I have children to take care of, or I have a husband to cook for, or a wife to tend to her needs. I, possible I don't have time for this sound doctrine. That's fine, my brother. That's fine, my sister. But I guarantee you this. I guarantee every one of you under the sound of my voice that you are going to wish one day, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, it may not be the next day, but I guarantee you, you are going, at one day, you are going to wish that you had spent as much of your time as possible listening to and applying sound doctrine in your life. Moses, uh, Noah, rather, talking about rain didn't seem like very popular message to the people of his day. People had things to do. Marry. Bible says people are marrying, giving into marriage, buying and selling. People didn't have time for that. Noah was talking about till the rains started coming down, till their houses were flooded. The water was up to their neck and they had stood on as many tables, as many chairs as they possibly could. Then they wished that they had listened to God's prophet. My prayer for you, my brother. Now, there are probably about 50 of you all out there on one social media. There are hundreds of thousands on another social media. There are just two or three on another social media that do listen. Now, I'm a little disappointed because Facebook, I've got close to 5,000 friends, and we're averaging about 50, between 50 and 100 listeners a day. Should be between 5,000 listeners a day on just Facebook. See, the adversary has done a masterful job in the lives and in the minds of many 
of God's people. The reason why I say God's people, because even though he has them tricked, they're still God's people. He has done a masterful job in convincing many of God's people that sound doctrine. Hearing what God has to say, hearing the Bible is not important. And that's one of the biggest lies that has ever been told. What God says and what God does and what God thinks is of utmost importance to you and to me. Our eternal souls depend on what God has said. Jesus said the words that I speak unto you. They are spirit and they are life. So I encourage you, my brother. I encourage you, my sister. Hear as much of God's word as you possibly can. Do as much of God's word as you possibly can. And receive as many of God's blessings as you possibly can in this life praise the living god children of god we're going to take a look at the book of first corinthians chapter 2 the very special focus on Verse 14, 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 14. Apostle Paul writes to us, the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit we are going to work from a theme this morning children of God the person without the spirit person without the spirit let us pray father god in the name of jesus christ our lord once again we say thank you thank you father for being who you are for doing what you do Thank you, Father, for all that you have done to us, through us, for us. Give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. This is another beautiful day that you have made. And Father, you did not stop there, but you allowed us, your little children, to see it to experience, to smell it, 
Thank you, Father. I cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Father, we ask right now that only your spirit will speak to us, through us, for us. May your name, which is above every other name, be glorified, honored, and praised. Give us, Father, of our sins, lust of the flesh, our lust of the eye, pride of life. Give us, Father, of our backbiting, our gossip, our evil thinking, evil speaking, evil deeds. Father, we are in these bodies of death, these bodies of sin. We do things and say things and think things that are not pleasing in your sight. Asking Heavenly Father to keep on leading us, keep on guiding us in your path of righteousness for your name's sake. These and all other blessings, Father, we ask and we count done. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name, we pray. God's people around the world say, Amen and Amen. The person without spirit. As I shared with you all earlier, my disappointment in the number of individuals that were listening that I could see to these words, not of mine, but of our creator. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Bible says, let all the earth keep silence before him. See, some of us think God is like some of these politicians come on TV running for office, trying to secure your vote, telling you what you want to hear so that you will vote for them in November. God said, Robert, in my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God said, I'm not a politician. I'm not running for office. God said, I am God, and besides me, there is no other. God said, I don't need your vote. I don't need your approval. I don't need your financial assistance. God said, I am God right by myself. I encourage you, my brother and my sister, don't think of God. Listen, God, listen, God does not have to kiss any babies. God does not have to try to, to win you over and try to, he doesn't have to. Now, he is trying to because he doesn't want to send you to hell. See, you need to understand, God doesn't have to. God said before you, any of you were existed, God said I was God. 
God said, after you all are gone, I will still be God. Listen, God doesn't need me and you. But he loves me and you. That is the advantage that we have. Not that God need us. God was God before we were ever thought of. Before our mother and our father ever came together, God said, I was, I was God, and besides me, there was none other. God was God long before us, and God will be gone, will be God long after us. He doesn't need us. God said, Robert, I'm saying in my spirit, yes, Father. I said, I don't need you. I said, Lord, I, I know you don't, but we need you. God said, I know that too. God said, I don't need you, but I love you. You and I have the advantage. My brother, my sister, my friend, or my enemy. Because the creator loves you and the creator loves me. Doesn't need us. No, no, doesn't, doesn't need us. He still be God, right? right by, but he loves us. And because God loves us, there are many things that God is doing and saying and providing and extending to you and to me because of his love for us. It was because, thank you, Holy Spirit. It was because of God's love for us that he died for us you say apostle why you say god died jesus died jesus was god in the likeness of sinful man god is so awesome he can occupy various places see some of us get twisted up thinking our limitations are god's limitations listen <laughs> our limitations are not god's limitations we can only be in one place at one time one God said, I can be every, all places, all times, Robert. God said, yeah, I, you all are like me. You all are not exactly like me. God said, I created you in my image and in my likeness, but you all are not, not exactly like me. God, we can only be at one place, at one time, at one season. God says, I can be in all places, Robert, at all times. At all seasons. God said that's just one of the differences between me and between you all. We're like God, yes. God says a lot of things that, that I made and I made in you that are like me. But then there are some things, say of the Lord, that are in me that are different. Just God said just like you all have some things in you that are different from me. I'm like, Lord, God said, Robert, we've been here before. You and me, my brother and my sister, can do things that our Heavenly Father cannot do. Now, that's nothing to boast about, and that's nothing to be proud of, because the things that we can do that he can't do are things that we shouldn't do, which are sin, lie, swear by someone greater than ourselves. The, the things that we can do, we can sin. It's impossible for God to sin. We can lie. It's impossible for God to lie. So the things that God can do that we can't do, he can boast about. The things that we can do that God can't do, we should be ashamed of. We should be ashamed of. 
God loves you. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you went to, what you have done, mistakes you have made. God loves you. God loves me. This is why we have the ability. Why God opened the door for you and I to be saved. Jesus Christ was God in the likeness of sinful man, meaning that he looked a lot like us, but he was radically different. See, everybody that looks like a human being, my brother or my sister, isn't a human being. God says, be careful. Tell my people for me, Robert, to be careful how you entertain strangers. For in doing so, God says, some have entertained angels at unaware. Wouldn't it be Something to find out that your mother really wasn't your mother. Power off. That she was really an angel. Wouldn't it be something to find out your father really? He wasn't your father. You always thought he was your father. You looked like him. You had a nose like him, but he really wasn't your father. He was really an angel. Wouldn't it be something to find out that your son or your daughter, you thought that your wife gave birth in the hospital. Well, really what happened was that the nurses brought out a baby that they, that they, that, and it was really an angel. Be careful. My brother, be careful. My sister, just because people look like humans, that does not mean that they are humans. God's word says, be careful how you entertain strangers. Because in doing so, some, God said, I didn't say everybody, I didn't say, but some, yes, have entertained angels. I don't know where. That, that scripture, God is giving me chills now from quoting and understanding that scripture deeper now than he ever has before in my life. That that scripture is making me nervous. We don't know who's an angel and who is not. So let us be very careful how we treat one another. Let us be very careful how we talk to and talk about one another. Let us be careful. It will be something to find out on Judgment Day that your mother was really an angel or your father was really an angel or your pastor or your congregation member or your friend or your was really an angel some have entertained angels at unaware some have been in talking to angels and dealing with angels and, and didn't even know it well just a little words to the wise this morning. From the book of 1 Corinthians, 
chapter 2. We're going to go back to verse 9. I know the Spirit has some very powerful revelations he wants to share with us, his little children. Paul writes, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. So what are we understanding from these select scriptures? That God has some stuff for you and for me, my brother, if we continue to love him. That no human eye has seen, no human ear has heard about, no human mind has thought it up or conceived it. God has some stuff for you and for me, those of us who love him, that will blow our minds. This is why no mind has conceived and well, no eye and no ear has heard. It was just too much for us in the present state that we are in. God has some stuff you say, Apostle, how you know? Because God says so, and the God that we serve cannot lie. All we have to do is continue to love him, and we will be partakers in this mind-blowing stuff. You know, I, I was just speaking with a former student that came out here. Um, the Lord willing, he's going to do some work on the church, work on the living quarters here. And uh, I was telling him about how, you know, I have the work that needs to be done. It's not that difficult. It's just things that with my present health condition, I can't do. And I need for him to take care of these a few things for me. And he, you know, he said, all right, uh, Coach Brian, Pastor Brian, no problem. You know, he was my student maybe about 30 years ago in, in high school. But one of the things that we need to understand, my brother and my sister, God has some things. I'm just going to say some things. You should say, Apostle, what are they? I say, I can't. I don't know. You know, I don't know. God just has some things for you and for me. Very, very wonderful. Too wonderful him to even tell us about fully now you know Paul you know went up into the third heaven and he saw things and God revealed things and shared things that when Paul came back down here with us and with regular people Paul couldn't, couldn't even tell people about what he had seen listen 
God has some stuff for you. Don't, don't get bent out of shape about what you don't have now. Oh, I don't have a fancy car now. Oh, I don't have a fancy house now. Oh, I don't have a six-figure job. No, we get caught up in that stuff. God has already told us in his word that the wealth of the wicked is laid up in store for the righteous. I got friends with sons signing contracts, $300 million, $200 million. Friends, guys I grew up with. Sons, people ask me, Apostle, why don't you try to get some money from him? Why don't you contact him? He was your friend way back when you all were 10 I said, I'm not after him for the money that God has blessed them with. I'd rather see him saved than to get a million dollars from him. I'd rather see him saved. Because for us as children of God, the wealth of the wicked is laid up in store for the righteous. It doesn't matter what, what men and women have now. All we have to do, children of God, is remain righteous. We're going to get all that. Now, what my spirit, the Lord has taken my spirit to, and I can't even share everything with you all because it's a little personal. But... When my father, my natural father, passed away, he had some old insurance policies, about a half a million dollars, that he left primarily to my mother. But when my father passed away, all my mother had to do, I went and, and got the information and Found out what needed to be done, and oh, they gave me the papers, explained to me, Miss Bryant, all your mother needs to do is sign these papers, and basically she will be receiving close to a half a million dollars. All she had to do was sign the papers. Well, when I brought the papers to my mother, she didn't want to sign them for whatever reason she had. Now, you know, it angered me. You know, because I wanted her to be blessed by this money. And I wanted to be blessed too. Let's bless me on But she didn't want to sign. Well, if she had persisted, eventually she went on, signed the papers. We got her to check. But if she had not signed anything, if she had persisted in not wanting to sign, not wanting to cooperate, not wanting... I was the tertiary beneficiary, meaning, and to make it long story short, everything would let would have come to me when she passed. My father passed in 2000, left the greater part of his estate to my natural mother. She did not originally want to sign, did not want to cooperate. Well, if she didn't, then she passed in 2008, in 2008. Close to half a million dollars would have been left to me. You say, Apostle, what are you saying? This? What are you, the parable is this, my brother and my sister. If our brothers and our sisters don't want to get right, don't want to do right, don't want to live right, don't want to be righteous, all of their wealth, whatever they don't want to share with us now, you got people and your pastor, some of you pastors out there, you're worried, upset because you got congregation members that don't want to contribute like they're supposed to. Don't worry about that. Some of you got family members that, you know, that are doing well and they don't want to. Don't worry about that. Some of you are upset because on the job they they giving 
uh, or another group or another race and more money than they want it. Don't worry about that stuff, my brother or my sister. The wealth of the wicked, saith the Lord, is laid up in store. They, all they doing is holding on to wealth that I'm going to get, that you're going to get as righteous men and women anyway. They do what they want to sign contracts for millions and and take the billions and do oh that's your business. You just you just watching over it for me for a little while and watching over it for us as children of God for a little while because the wealth of the wicked and keep being wicked. That what you do. Keep being wicked. See how that turn out for you. All that what you had at your disposal that you refused to do the right thing with, just like the rich man in the story of the rich man and Lazarus. Rich man lifted up his eyes in hell. No more access to the little riches. No more access to purple, fine linen. No more access to luxury. That same thing that you denied Lazarus of in this life, Abraham had to tell the rich man, now he's here comforted, and you are in torment. See, this is why we don't, this is why we don't want when we see individuals in torment here, we won't try to do something about it. We want to try if we can. You know, because we don't want God to have to turn this thing around on us. See, whereas the rich man was living in luxury and dressing in fine linen and purple every day and 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 Lazarus was in torment it got turned the thing around now Lazarus was comforted and the rich man was in torment so don't worry my brother or my sister about what you have and what you don't have and what you did we don't get caught up in that stuff God has some things for you and for me that I can't explain to you. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. Some things that, that God has prepared for those of us who love him. God said, I got some great things prepared for you. Now watch verse 10 now, and this is one of the reasons why we want to get close as close to God as he will let us. Look at verse 10. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. God said, only way, God said, Robert, look, these things that I have in store for the righteous, these things that I have in store for my little children are of such a magnitude. They are so powerful. They are so intense. That God said, the only way I can reveal them to you, I can't show them to you with your natural eyes. I can't tell you with your natural ears. I can't, they're too, they blow your mind, your little natural mind. God said, the only way I can reveal them to you is by my spirit. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. For those of you listening to me now that don't have the spirit of God, you are missing out on a whole wealth of information. God said, God has already told us, I can't show it to you. I can't tell you with your natural ear or show you with your natural eye. I can't even let you think of, think it with your natural mind. 
I have to reveal it to you by my spirit. Now, what are we talking about today? What is our topic God gave us? The man without a spirit. So God said, if you don't have my spirit, there's a whole lot of things I can't tell you. God said, if you don't have my spirit, there's a whole lot of things I can't share with you. I can't show you. I can't. I just can't talk to you about that. So we want God's spirit. So God can go into a deeper level of information sharing with us. There are things God can't even say to us when we don't have his spirit. Things God can't even show us. Things God can't even reveal to God to be wanting to, but then God had to tell his own self, no, you can't because they don't have the spirit. You say, Apostle, how we give the spirit? Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart the Lord Jesus, and that God has raised him from the dead. That, that's it. God will save you. God will put that spirit in you. Now, when God put his spirit in you, my brother or my sister, there's no more male or female. There's no barbarian or Scythian. There's slave or free. God put his spirit. God will put his spirit in anybody he, he chooses to. But once he puts that spirit in you, once he puts that spirit in me, then we decide how much of that spirit we are going to operate in. God will put the spirit in you. Now he's looking for your hard work, your diligence, your persistence, your tenacity. I can put a spirit in you. You don't want to do much. You don't want to you don't want to uh, work hard. You don't. Then you just had a spirit in you with little benefit, with little blessings, with little result. God said the spirit was in you, you, you. But if God put that spirit in you, God put that spirit in. And I mean, we do like the Berean Christian. Bible says the Berean Christians were of more noble character than the Thessalonians, for they received the word with eagerness and searched the scriptures every day. Well, what is it that will make the difference between a Christian that's walking in great blessings of God and a Christian that's walking in little blessings of God? What they do with that spirit that has been placed within them. Same spirit. God put the same spirit in Apostle Paul, the same spirit he put in me, the same spirit he put in you. It's the same Holy Spirit. But what we do with this spirit varies. What the Berean Christians did with the spirit of God was different than what the Thessalonian Christians did with the spirit of God. Berean Christians were hungry. Berean Christians were tenacious. Berean Christians said, we're going to get as much of God as possible. The Bible says they had a more noble character than the Thessalonians. Thessalonians were saved. Thessalonians were born again. They, they were not, they, they were not disputing, you know, that, that, that some people, that people are saved. And no, you say, but there are some who have a more noble character. Why? They attack and they and they they give more attention and more they more they just give more more more. God and God give them more more more. 
See, I, one thing, you know, uh, this broadcast, this ministry, it's not for everyone. You know, any more than a doctoral class or, or uh, a high-level uh, doctoral or chemistry class is for everyone. It's not for everyone. You know, you have all kind of classes in education. You say, Apostle, you know, I was a teacher. I was an educator for years. You know, you have teachers of elementary school. You got some teachers that teach little bitty babies. They put your shoes on, tie your shoe. Then you got some teachers that teach the middle school students. Then you got some teachers that teach high school. You got some teachers teach uh, junior college. Some teachers teach four-year institutions. Some teachers teach master's degree. Some teachers teach uh, doctoral. Different levels. Same thing in ministry, my brothers and my sisters. Some people basically teach the babes in Christ. Some people have been given the charge to be teaching the deep things. Teaching the deep things of God. My desire no, we thank God for the babies because without babies, if we hadn't been for babies, I wouldn't be here because I was once a baby. If it hadn't been for a baby, you wouldn't be here. We Those are stages that we passed. But my desire in the natural and in the spiritual is not to stay a baby. I don't wish that I stayed a baby. I'm glad God brought me into a manhood. In the natural and in the spiritual, Paul said, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child. But when I became a man, see, the deep things of God is for those who want to become. Those who want to become all of what God wants them to become. My prayer is I don't just want to be a Christian. I want to be that Christian that God wants me to be. I didn't just want to be a player when I played basketball. I want to be the best player that I possibly can. I don't just want to be a pastor. I don't just want to be a leader. I want to be the best possible one that I can. My prayer for you, my brother, my prayer for you, my sister, is that that is your desire as well, that we can be the best, whatever we are, that we can be. We're a pastor, let's be the best. We're a pastor, let's be the best. We're father, let's be the best. We're husband, let's be the best. Let's be the best that we can be. Come on, children of God. So the Spirit of God will reveal to us the deep things of God. Now look at what the Bible says. The Spirit, verse 10, 2 Corinthians I mean, 1 Corinthians 2 and 10. The Spirit, capitalized. Now, this is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God searches all things, even the deep things of God. Now, if you want to get into the deep things of God, if you want to get into the deep thoughts of God, deep words of God, get deep in the Spirit of God because the Spirit will reveal all things. You can't listen. Nothing in creation can be hidden from the outside of God. Nothing in creation can be hidden from the Spirit of God. 
the right that we're doing, the wrong that we're doing, the good that we're doing, the bad that we're doing, the truth that we're telling, the lies that we did. The Spirit of God sees through it all. This and He searches. Look at what the Bible says. The Spirit of God searches all things. So the Spirit of God is searching, searching, searching. Whatever people say, the Spirit of God is searching. Whatever people do, the Spirit of God is searching. Because what the Spirit of God knows is that everything people do say and think is either from him or from a demonic spirit. Who knows? Look at what the Bible says in verse 11. Who knows the thoughts of a person except their own spirit? Now, why does the spirit know our thoughts. Why does the spirit of God, why does our human spirit know our thoughts? Because inside of us, we have spirit, we have soul, and we have body. Now, all that, that those are aspects of our being as human beings. We have spirit, we have a soul, we have a body. The body is what is encapsulating the, the soul, the spirit, and the soul. So you, we can see one another's body. But inside of these bodies, we have our human souls. You have a soul. I have a soul. We all have a soul that will live forever. Now, this is what you and I want to get saved. Because if you and I don't get our souls saved, we will have to spend eternity, our souls, in the lake of fire and burn itself. So we have a body. That can be seen. We have a soul that's going to live forever inside of us. And we have a spirit that's going to go back to God. Human spirit. Breath of life. Mere fact that you're breathing. <sighs> Mere fact that I'm breathing is, is an indicator that God has placed our human spirits back in our bodies one more time. One, God said, one day I'm not going to do that, Robert. One day I'm going to take my spirit back. It's, it's his. He's going to take his spirit back to heaven. The body is going to go back to the dust of the earth. Now, what is going to happen to your soul? What is going to happen to my soul? They're going to be judged. And they're either going to spend eternity in the presence of God, or they're going to be cast into the lake of fire and burn itself. Now, why is it that a person's thoughts, which are a part of his soul, they are known by his spirit. Why? Because the spirit is deeper in him even than his soul. Our spirit know just what we're thinking. And then why is the Holy Spirit know what we're thinking? Because he's even deeper inside of us as human beings than our human spirit. Our, the Holy Spirit is inside our human spirit. Our human spirit knows what our soul is thinking and our soul is controlling our body. Reason why you got up was because your soul told you to get up. Reason why you went in the kitchen and had got you some breakfast because your soul, the soul is our thoughts, our will, our emotions what we want to do and what God does when he saves us, he moves in with his Holy Spirit to now start telling us to do what he wants us to do. So we're not doing what we want to do. God, we are now as Christians supposed to be doing what God wants us to do.
now. For time's sake, children of God, we're going to come on down to verse 14. The person without the spirit. Now, in humanity, in creation, there are two types of people in this world. I'm not talking about male and female. I'm not talking about black and white. I'm not talking about rich and poor. I'm talking about those who have the Holy Spirit living inside of their human spirit and those that don't have the Holy Spirit living inside of them. Now, for those of us that have the Holy Spirit, we can either listen to God or we can listen to flesh or Satan. For those without the Spirit of God, all they can listen to is the flesh or Satan. This is why we want to receive the Holy Spirit if we don't have it. Because with the Holy Spirit in us, we now have the the choice. We can listen to God or we can listen to the flesh, which is ultimately listening to Satan. But if we don't have the Holy Spirit, the Bible, we're talking from a theme today, the man without the Spirit, only thing they're listening to is the flesh, which is ultimately listening to Satan. We can choose. You know, we can choose to do good or we can choose to do evil. We can choose to do right or we can choose to do wrong. We can choose to listen to God or we can choose to listen to Satan. But the man or the woman without the spirit, they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. Then all they do is listen to the flesh, listen to Satan. So we want to have the spirit so that we can choose to listen to God. Now, the person that doesn't have the spirit, look at what the Bible says. They don't accept the things that come from the spirit of God. See, those of you that are tuning in to this broadcast and being blessed by the spirit of God as he's speaking through his apostles People that don't have the spirit, they can't do that. They can't do that. They not that. What you are being blessed by, you and I are being blessed by the words of God, words of the spirit, the instructions of the spirit. The, the, a person that doesn't have the spirit of God in them considers this foolishness. The people that don't have the spirit of God see us tuning in for an hour a day and sitting up under the apostles doctrine as foolish. Why are you listening to that apostle Brian for an hour a day? That's foolish. That's what people say that do not have the spirit of God. They think we're foolish. They can't understand. Look at what the Bible says. They consider them foolish. And they and cannot understand them. They can't understand what we're talking about until you, you those. If you are listening to this broadcast and you don't understand what we are talking about, I encourage you get saved. Pray right now. Ask God to forgive you of your sins, save you up from your save you from your sins, save you so that he can place his spirit inside of you so that you can understand what we're talking about. So that this won't seem foolish to you anymore. It used to seem foolish to me before I would say church, and Bible study, and 
praising God. Seemed like foolish to me until the Lord put his spirit in me. I thank God every day. God put his spirit in me because what I found out, it was not the things of God that were foolish, but I found out it was me that was foolish. See, what you find out, you know, you think God and the things of God are foolish before you get the spirit of God. Then when you receive the spirit of God, you realize that it's not the things of God that are foolish. It was you that was foolish. I thank God every day. Foolish as I was. Thank God every day. You say, Apostle, why are you here every day like this? Part of the reason why I'm here every day like this is, a, is in thanks to God for saving me in my foolishness. In my lunacy, God saved me. What you will come to find out in this life when you don't have the spirit, because you'll think the things of God are foolish. You'll think things of God don't make any, any sense. You'll think the things of God are stupid. What you will find out when God placed his spirit in you, then you'll look back and say, it was me that was foolish. It was me that was stupid. It was me that was, it was me. My prayer for you, my brother or my sister, is that you, God will give you his spirit. God's spirit has a way of turning things around. Now, what happens? We got to close because we're almost out of time here. Let me let me check the time. Yeah, we're almost out of time. Um, once we've received God's spirit, all right? So a number of things happen to us when we receive God's spirit. One, uh, God is able to reveal the deep things that he has for you and for me. We don't have to be worried about, you know, people that won't help us or won't support us. or won't. We don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Because when we had the spirit of God, we realized the wealth of the wicked is laid up in store for the righteous. God, God, we're going to get all that. Wicked, you know, when we, when what is considered wicked when you won't do with stuff as God wants you to do, God considers you wicked. Don't worry about it, my brother and my sister. We're going to get all that. So, number one, when we have the spirit of God, God is able to reveal the deep things with us. When we have the spirit of God, uh, He will share with us words taught by the Spirit. Understanding, and we didn't go over this, but he'll be explaining spirits in verse 13 here. God will be able to explain spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. See, there's a worldly or carnal-taught words, but then there are spirit taught words. God will begin to spirit, capital capital S, spirit teach us. When we get the spirit of God, we are able, look at verse 14, to accept the things that come from the spirit of God. You see, when you don't have the spirit, the person without the spirit won't accept the things that come from the spirit of God. They'll seem like foolishness. He can't understand it. We'll be able to understand what the spirit is talking about. Why? Because they are only discerned through the spirit. There's certain things that you can't understand. You can't, 
It can't be explained to you unless you get and have the spirit of God. Then when we have the spirit of God, we're able to make judgments about all things. See, one of the biggest lies that has ever been told is that we're not supposed to judge. See, we're not supposed to judge. When Jesus said that, he was talking to hypocrites and he was talking about hypocritical self-righteous judgment. The Bible says that the person with the spirit, person in the church age that has the spirit of the most high God, we make judgments. Look at what the Bible says in verse 15. We are supposed to make judgments about all things. Everything we see, everything we are a part of, everything that goes on, everything we make judgments about all things. Why? Because we had the Spirit of God in us, and the Spirit of God is making judgment. It's not us and what we think, what we say, and what we believe. It's what the Spirit of God says, and what the Spirit of God thinks, what the Spirit of God believes. So we are to make judgments through and by the Spirit of God about all things. But watch this. But such a person, we're not subject to merely human judgments. In other words, we, we, you know, God can judge through us, but we don't have to worry about what they're they saying about us. As children of God, we're not subject to merely human human judgment. We're not even subject. So I encourage you, my brother, don't, don't be worried too much about what they say. Be too worried about what they think. You worry about what God say. Well, you concern yourself with what God say. Concern yourself with what God say. Amen. First, now remember, two types of people in this in this life, in this world, in this realm. Those with the spirit, those without the spirit. Those without the spirit are not saved. Those without the spirit, if they don't get saved, will be sent to hell those without the spirit this whole wealth of information that God can't even share with them some of you under the sound of my voice you may not have the spirit my encouragement to you is get the spirit of God and then get to work with him get him how do we get him confess with our mouth believe in our heart the Lord Jesus and that God raised him from the dead. God will save you. How does God save us? By putting the spirit in it. By putting his spirit in us. You know, one of my favorite vehicles that we have here. Last vehicle my father purchased before he passed away. And then passed the vehicle on to my mother. And I try to keep that vehicle as a memorial to both of them because both of them drove that vehicle before their death. But uh vehicle needed a new engine in it. And it was expensive for me to put it. I could have bought an, another one 
for the price that I paid to put an engine in that one. But because of the sentimental value, I elected to uh, pay for having another engine put in that vehicle. Well, that reminds me very much of what God does with you and with me once we accept Christ. That the spirit that was in us before we were saved, it was bad. But then when we confessed Christ and accepted him as our Lord and Savior, God took the spirit that was in us out and he put himself in. Just like they took the old engine out of the vehicle, put a new engine in the vehicle vehicle rides like it's brand new rides better than it did before i want to encourage you when you if you're not saved under the sound of my voice when you accept jesus christ your life will be sweeter than it was before may god bless you children of god heaven smile on each of you my physical body is a little tired now but we do thank God for everything he has done, shared with us. Um, God continue to bless each of us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is Apostle Robert Bryant signing out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.